Hi there, and welcome to our weekly live Q&A here at the Sleep Coach School. Hope you're doing really, really well. And you may be surprised to see only myself here. Where's Coachelina? Well, she will be joining. Uh, sorry about that. She will be joining any minute now. We had a little bit of a technical snafu. Uh, I tried to go live, and I don't know what happened. There may be a, a short, like, eight-second video of me <laughs> just uh, looking looking odd uh, out there on the internet. But there was some issues. Anyway, I, I recreated this um this broadcast and guess who's here coach alina just joined welcome back hey daniel hi hey how are, are you today you? good good how are you i'm good i'm good i was just explaining to our audience that uh i had some technical difficulties you know what happened i, I created a live before and it was just sitting in Streamyard in the software and i was like why why recreate something i already have let me try the let me just use the old one but then as soon as i hit like go live it was like Oh, this doesn't work. This has been so anyway. That was I'll have yeah. to read it. Yeah, but it happens. <laughs> yeah, whenever you try to go for the shortcut, doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, how are yeah? How are things on your end? Yeah, they're going pretty well, and um, I'm enjoying uh, the beginning of summer basically. And uh, yeah, and how how about you? Yeah, same thing here. Uh, things are kind of slowing down. You know, everybody's kind of getting ready to go into like summer mode, like less for the kids to do in school and uh my oldest son is graduating uh you know elementary school going into to to um middle school so it's an exciting time you know for that reason and uh yeah things are things are nice overall yeah cool and uh somebody else is saying here hi here jennifer says hi guys i'm here i'm so glad to see alina i watched all her videos wow that's nice <laughs> yeah i hope you liked it <laughs> Speaking of which, what's uh, what's next? What's what are you, what's your next video going to be about? Do you have any plans? Yeah, I'm actually planning to keep doing more like Q and A videos because they seem to me like more like natural way. Like when I exactly have like a specific question, like now we are doing, and I feel like I I can focus on on my answer better rather than when I have like let's say an idea, then I have to structure it, and then I have to the moment when I try to record. And my mind usually gets frozen and I'm like, wait, what am I supposed to say now? And that, you know, you become super self-aware in the moment and it's completely different vibe than when you just like see the real question from the real person. Uh, and then you are basically kind of like responding just any other, like, just like when you would do like when, I, when I'm coaching or I'm having like one-on-one -on -one session. Yeah. So, yeah. That sounds nice. Uh, we look yeah. forward to seeing that. Yeah, yeah, it just reminded me of something. We have a bunch of questions already, so which we'll get to in a second. But uh, I just a super quick comment on that. I've I've done like um, when I was use, actually working as a sleep doctor, I, I did these like group uh, coaching sessions, and I, my plan was always to um, do like a twenty minute presentation and then have some question and answer. But I realized like that twenty minute presentation became ten minutes, then five minutes, and I just started skipping it all together because the value really comes often yeah. from like the the, yeah. the questions and answers. So. I totally agree. Yeah, with that said, let's just jump in. Um, Libby is, is with us, and it's, I'm smiling because Libby is almost always here and asking the first question. Uh, and mm -hmm. Libby says, I have some underlying health issues for which I eat a special diet. Even with all the progress I've made as far as not catastrophizing being tired, there's simply no avoiding the fact that my symptoms are more likely to flare up when I don't sleep well. So many times I have had a stretch where I sleep really well and I feel so much better. I try to remind myself that if I don't sleep well, 
I'll be okay. But knowing my symptoms are more likely to flare up if I don't makes it much harder to let go of the fear. Very nicely worded and like you, you presented this conundrum, this situation very clearly, Libby. But uh, yeah, Alina, what are your thoughts when you hear this? Yeah, I think it's kind of like a pretty common, even like connection when, that we do, like when we experience something else apart from insomnia and then we feel like insomnia is something that is directly kind of like affecting or worsening it and you know i would say that of course there might be some sort of like because we are in a, a lot of struggle and especially if there's something connected to digestion i can Im easily imagine that you know because our mind and guts are so tightly interconnected then of course it, it can kind of like the you know have some sort of like effect but i would also try to look into maybe like finding the evidence where that connection is not really that strong because I, I usually um, kind of hear a similar type of question when people experience, let's say, fatigue during the day or they feel like brain fog, they cannot focus, they cannot, like, you know, basically uh, yeah, concentrate on things. And then, uh, of course, like, you know, fatigue can be pretty much physical, right? We just feel it. We are just, we don't have energy. And now if we try to really kind of like fight with, with the fatigue or let's say with the symptoms that you know uh, that Libby is referring to and uh, at the same time we are fighting or pressuring ourselves to get better sleep so we are kind of like entering this kind of like vicious cycle so I would say that maybe like starting from um, acknowledging that it is okay to sometimes to experience some you know uh, ups and downs on this journey and if there is some um, let's say some days are more difficult than the others it is uh, maybe more so of um, uh, like a cue to take, you know, to, to apply more kindness, more self-care rather than trying to problem solve instantly, because then we are kind of like reestablishing this connection that sleep is something that has to be fixed in order to, and then we have this kind of secondary attachment, what you are usually talking about. So I would say really um, uh, how I usually like say about this is like dealing with what we have on our plate right now and let's say if there is certain let's say um physical uh sensation or, or a symptom that is here then tending to it is completely normal on a particular day and then just taking care of, of ourselves it's like um when i had like um uh, in, uh you know had like particular rough nights and i had like uh you know i spent a lot of energy i was worried and so on and then sometimes the next days I would feel like my headache would be like so strong. And then, of course, like if I would start really trying to not have headache and really fight with it, I would just, you know, perpetuate the cycle. But then uh, the, the, the way how I look at it is not, not just like being okay with experiencing headache, but also knowing that you can take care of, of your headache if it happens and there's nothing wrong with it. So sometimes like I would just say like, you know what, I don't want to really kind of like try to... Uh, wait until the headache is gone then i'm just gonna you know take something and just like to alleviate this current suffering in the moment and that kind of gave me this um maybe comfort in knowing that even if it happens then i'm still can take care of myself so i don't know if that makes sense but this is something that um i find that has been helpful for me uh, on, on my journey so yeah no, it made a lot of sense to me it sounds sounded really nice and you know, as uh, as you were speaking, I was like, you know, different ideas of how to respond came to my mind. And I thought about this, this one, uh, which is which I, I haven't shared this one so often. But it, it, basically what Libby is saying is like 
uh, you know, if we have evidence that little sleep for sure causes this, you know, what do we do then? And so on one hand, we, you know, we can go in the direction of like, you know, is, is it really true? Like, you know, we can counter it, but just for argument's sake, just for the sake of discussion, let's say, let's say there came out like a, a new, like super large, double blind, placebo, like control, like multinational study that showed that, oh, no, 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 a sleeping less than so many hours for sure causes, you know, arthritis, like, you know, for argument's sake, which there's no evidence of like, but just for argument's sake, let's say there was like somebody proved it, this is proof. And somebody said like, what do we do now? Well, the thing becomes, it doesn't actually change anything because the, 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 even if it's, even if this would be true, then if we go like, oh no, that means I have to sleep more not to get this. It's the same thing, whether it's sort of true or not. Like, so if, if theoretically, if it was true that sleeping less caused something, then the challenge for us would be sort of accepting that, yeah, uh, you know, sleeping less it does cause some gut, gut problems for me. It, it does. But if I try to like, it, it, like say fight that, say like, no, that's not true. That's not going to happen. I, then, then we're in a struggle. So the, the, the invitation still becomes the same. It becomes like, well, if it does that, I, I can't really, you know, I can't do anything about that. It's still an invitation to find it. Like the more acceptable it is that, yes, I will have this if that happens. Like, yes, I will have some gut issues if I sleep little. The more okayness we have with that, then uh, the, the less struggle it becomes. So I knew a little bit of rambling on mine, but uh, I hope that made sense to everyone and Libby especially. But uh, with that said, yeah, let's, let's jump into our next one, uh, which is from Virginia, who says, Hi, you two. My question is if I can call it recovery, even when I have setbacks, I don't take medications anymore. And I can often very, uh, I can, I'm often doing very good, but then there is this crazy bad night and I'm so frustrated. Again, a very nice question. And um, what do you think, Alina? Yeah, I, I like that uh, Virginia kind of like, you know, uh, put air quotes on this recovery because I don't know if I mentioned it on some previous Q&As or maybe we were just like talking. It is so tricky to speak about recovery in terms of like, this is some sort of like, and there is a particular moment after which no bad nights are supposed to happen. And this is usually, it's, it's, a, it's a mind trap because the mind wants us to know that there is a kind of like a, um, this quick switch between one state into the other. And then once we are kind of cross that line, we are not supposed to experience certain things. And the moment when we begin to think that way, that um, let's say, and this is why I, I find that in the later stages of the process, it's helpful to let go of any sort of like identifications or any labels that we give ourselves, such as like recovered or let's say good sleeper or anything like that, because it potentially invites the brain to really to test this or to kind of like show you like, are you sure you're a good sleeper? Are you sure that you're recovered? So in my experience, and this is like, I, I've, I've been in this, in, in this mind trap for, for kind of like several times, basically the moment when I felt like, yes, I'm finally over this. I kind of like on the other side or, you know, any, any kind of sense that I have completed the journey would in inevitably lead my, my brain into showing me like, oh, here is the bad night. And which kind of like led me to this kind of the, the ultimate insight was there that there is it, the, the whole game is pointless. You cannot win this by proclaiming yourself like rec uh, recovered or proclaiming that I figure it out 
because we don't have control over our sleep. We cannot figure out our sleep. We cannot figure out how to turn off our emotions or control them. And therefore, the best thing what we can do is to step out of the whole game and just continue live life with being open to experience any sort of nights. And with that, also acknowledging that you are still a human being who can experience a bad night, who can feel groggy or, or like tired the next day. And these experiences are completely normal and they are not forbidden. And for me, that was a big revelation because the moment when I allowed myself to have crappy nights, even after my recovery, this is when it, it changes the whole kind of like mindset. And it, 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 what eventually led to me is basically quitting the whole subject of insomnia. The whole like topic that sleep is something that I need to solve. It was no longer on my agenda. And then sleep what was actually starting looking like my normal sleep before insomnia, where I could have had nights when I was just, they were just not good or, or they were not just like, you know, refreshing or maybe I would have a, you know, great night by all the parameters, but then I would feel super tired during the day and sleepy and so on. So really like moving away from any kind of labels can be actually the one of the kind of like last hurdles to overcome or something like this. Yeah. If that makes sense, but yeah, <laughs> somehow. No, it made a lot of sense. And then I was like, as you're speaking, I was like going back to the question of like, okay, so what's the short answer here? My question is if I can call it recovery, even if I have setbacks, I guess to me the, the short answer to the question would be like having a choppy night uh, does in no way mean that you're not recovered or that you're recovered. It doesn't mean anything actually. Yeah. So something like that would be sort of the short answer yeah. to me. Um, oh, we have a specific question to you, uh, Alina. From Jennifer, she says, Alina, during your recovery journey, did you experience sleep anxiety right before bed? My daily anxiety is better and I'm not so focused on sleep, but right before bedtime, the anxiety comes. Advice. Yeah, I definitely experienced anxiety before bedtime. Like it was one of the most persistent experiences, even though when I didn't think about sleep during the day I would still like have thoughts or have some sort of like sensations in terms of like okay I need to embrace you know what is coming up and so every night for the biggest part of my journey was basically I was kind of like entering this very scary land where it's like I don't know how this is going to play out in the end so of course there was natural um, hesitation doubt uh, a lot of fears and what I just want to say that all these reactions, the responses that happen, they happen as a part of our automatic survival mechanism. They are here to, um, as a way, the brain is trying to protect us because we've been struggling with sleep for a very long time. We've been frustrated many times. We tried a lot of things. It, it was kind of like a series of traumatic events or traumatic experiences. And of course, by a certain moment, we acquire this kind of like the whole perception that being awake at night is not safe. And when the brain seizes that way, of course, it is going to try to warn us, try to keep us safe. So even when we begin this journey, we begin to learn about this, the automatic process that is still there, it still needs to go through the learning process. It cannot like instantly kind of like grasp the whole education and say, you know what, you're really safe, so I'm gonna, you know, I, I, I will stop bothering you, right? That's not how it usually happens. What usually happens is that we begin the journey, we begin to understand things, our general like anxiety levels can drop, but then there might be still certain circumstances that might evoke this 
very like automatic programmed response. And just viewing this response as not something that is bad or that we are doing something wrong, but some but something that is very natural, um, uh, something that um, you know isn't our enemy or some to like you know to sabotage us or or to do any harm to us. And just viewing this as just like um, part of any human you know organism that our defense you know mechanism that can already help us to not get entangled into problem solving the whole situation because it gets very tempting the moment when you know when you know it's it's getting dark outside and and we are preparing to, for for bed and then the brain starts giving us invitations like okay maybe you should do something maybe you should think something particular maybe you should you know prepare maybe read this or read that and of course if we uh, really instantly believe that what the what the mind is telling us we might find ourselves kind of like um, getting deeper into the rabbit hole but the moment when we become aware that aha this is just my brain trying to keep me safe and it does it because it just has an agenda to you know to protect me from that experience that happened to me you know uh, several months ago or whatever and I don't have to actually you know act on this I can just allow it to happen and this is when the the whole like experience begins to uh, change, but it cha but it changes very gradually. So for some time, it is helpful to normalize that for some time there is going to be certain like responses that might arise before bed bedtime, and it's not something that we unexpected or we should really fight. Rather, we can just allow it to happen and show the brain that it is okay to experience that, and we are still safe no matter what. Yeah. Very, very nicely said. Nothing to add, uh, except uh, hope that makes sense to you, Jennifer, and thanks for being here. Um, let's see. Um, oh, actually, Jennifer said, thank you. Uh, very nice. Um, let's let's check in with, um, uh, uh, let's see, Leah is here and says, uh, hope you're doing fine. Uh, yes, I think that's for us. And we were doing fine. I, I believe we just talked about that. And Leah says, things are getting better and better. I focus more on living rather than on sleep, but I'm more bothered by fatigue and tiredness than before insomnia. Even while I'm fatigued by work, I'm aware that I'm accepting less the sensation of being tired than before my insomnia story, even though I know that other people consider it normal and a normal feeling and part of the human experience. Do you have any thoughts on this? I would say... Uh, I can, I can start just for to switch it up here, but um, that when I read this, this, this sequence of messages, I, I'm almost like I have very little to add because uh, Leah uh, has describes this insight that I'm bothered more by fatigue now than I was uh, before I had insomnia. And in sharing that, a lot of people look at this as like, oh, this is just fatigue and nothing strange with it. But, uh, but, mentions this like my before my insomnia story and basically Leah shares this this insight that you know we all feel tired during a day I think probably none of us has gone through a whole day without at some moment feeling tired right we all have some level of fatigue some tiredness here and there and but it's that extra layer when we think like oh I shouldn't feel this tired oh this fatigue means I didn't sleep well or this fatigue means something is wrong then we have this extra layer of uh, uh, you know, this emotional layer to the fatigue and it becomes this kind of emotional fatigue or, or just, you know, just an, a more heavy emotional layer to it. And I would say like when, when, you, when you see this like Leah does, then is like, what do we do with that? 
I think there's, you know, there's not much more to add. I would say that when, when we see this and we realize that, okay, uh, it's the story about the fatigue is really what's making me bothered by it, not the fatigue itself, then to me, it's not like, okay, now we have to change the story. I'm going to forcefully change my story and make myself, then we're in some struggle again. But when we just you know, deploy awareness and see like, aha, this is why this is happening. And we can see that it's probably helpful if the story changes, but that will, ha that will happen by itself just thanks to my awareness, then things get easier and easier. And oh, maybe the last thing to tie into this is like Leah said, uh, you know, the, in the insomnia is, is, has, has gotten easier. That's really not the focus anymore. And we can go into like, I, I know you do this a lot too, Alina. It's like, how did that happen? And we see that there was no force. There was no trick, nothing. It just happened thanks to education, kindness, you know, all these things. And the same thing will happen when it comes to emotional fatigue. And I think those things, but that, those are my thoughts. But what do you think, uh, Alina? Yeah, these are really good points. And I completely agree with what you, what you said. I just like, I have very little add add to this is that um, I think here also Leah kind of like sees that how the mind can amplify certain you know struggles is that first it, it focuses on our sleep and then we feel like there is nothing else important than our sleep and then when that kind of like area begins to kind of you know um stop being seen so um how to say like so unsafe or dangerous or whatever we feel that we are safe and then what ha what might happen is that the brain kind of like finds another thing to worry about so it's like it kind of switches its attention and then it seems like now it's it becomes a problem so like when we say like oh tiredness is my problem then it's more like um our attention to it can make the experience a little bit like more prominent and this is something that is like is, we, we can even like test this like how our attention or like focus can impact our body and what usually happens is like if you let's say try to like think about your thumb right for a while and just like look at it and really focus on it after a while you begin to feel some sort of tingling or any like it's just like this part of the body begins to respond right so when we what happens when we look for any signs of tiredness and we know that oh if tiredness comes that is a bad sign so we begin to kind of self-monitor ourselves and then we start focusing like okay uh, do I feel tired, let's say, in, uh, I don't know, in my body or is it like, like my shoulders or whatever, like any sort of like physical signs of it? What might happen is that the body will kind of like produce this outcome because we kind of requested it like with our attention. I don't know if, it's like, if that makes sense, but what I notice is like we can like observe, observe this with any sort of like, um, let's say, yawning. I, that's my favorite example. It's like if even like people without any, you know, having any anxiety or any fear, but then they just like, you know, we talk, uh, we talk together and then someone starts yawning and then I immediately like think about yawning and I want to yawn now, right? So it is like so kind of like paradoxical that when we think about something that sometimes we can actually find it in ourselves, but it doesn't mean that there is something, there is external cause to that or there is like a real problem with that. It's just our awareness that kind of like amplified that experience. So by, uh, just like you said, it's actually looking at it with this understanding and demystifying this experience can help a lot. But I also want to say that when it comes to tiredness, like we all feel tired throughout the day. So, okay, and if this is something that, may, you know, um, you want to kind of like help yourself to, you know, to deal with it somehow to alleviate the suffering in the moment, Right, uh, like let's say I'm. I just feel like I have no energy to continue anything like 
so what can I do? How can I, you know, how can I support myself in this moment? Then just thinking like, okay, maybe I can drink a cup of coffee or maybe I can just take rest or anything, you know, just there are things we can do to help ourselves to deal with the certain things in the moment without trying to really like fight with them, but more look at, at them from the perspective of self-care and discomfort. So yeah. It's... Great, great point. And uh, just maybe last thing here to, yeah, I just kind of emphasize that last point that it's, it's so helpful, I think, to see the difference between like trying to like stop, avoid, uh, you know, push something away and do something that makes it more okay. You know, like the fatigue, for example, it's not like I'm going to have a coffee, coffee. I hope this coffee makes the fatigue go away. No, yeah. it's about like this coffee can make it a little easier to feel fatigue. Maybe, maybe some fatigue will actually go away, but it's not about that. It's about like doing something that's nice for ourselves that makes it a little easier to feel the way we feel, yeah. right? Yeah. Really, really helpful. I think it's it's like the, the difference is between like having an issue with something and then thinking is like, this is the problem I have to fix versus seeing like, okay, I think this area of my life needs like tending right now. So I, I want to take care of myself right now. And this yeah. is like the difference. It's a very subtle difference. And I think it takes, you know, trial and error to really find like what is actually self-care and what is like trying to avoid something. But I would say that, you know, uh, at some point we begin to kind of grasp this kind of like yeah idea like when when to apply what yeah 100 such uh so always interesting so so nice to, to chat with you alina and um thanks to everyone for being yeah. part of today's live q a and uh we'll be uh, uh, you know look forward to having you back here soon again alina and and you guys also out there in the in the audience bye bye guys okay bye bye